today we're going to talk about gift of the gift of faith. Uh, I want to define it. I'm going to give some examples in the Bible that we see, but most importantly about this gift, it's very important to understand that this is not none of these gifts are are natural gifts. Meaning this, you can't work the gift up. These are supernatural gifts given to the body of Christ. Well, let's read it and then we'll get into it. So turn with me into 1 Corinthians. I hope you're there by now. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. Um, I'm, I'm just going to read out of the uh, New King James here. You ready? Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I don't want you to be ignorant. Now stop for a second. When he says spiritual gifts, this is one thing that really came to me about this chapter from the Lord he showed me, is spiritual gifts, when he says concerning spiritual gifts, I don't want you to be ignorant, uh, the, the, uh, the, uh, um, the Amplified says, now about spiritual gifts, the special endowments of supernatural energy, I do not want you to be misinformed. So this isn't just talking about the nine gifts of the Spirit. We see later that Paul goes into explaining later in chapter 12, he goes into explaining the different administrations of the Spirit, the different uh, ministries of the Spirit. So there's multiple uh, spiritual gifts more than just the nine gifts. Those are powerful gifts, but there's other ones that are involvement. I preached last night uh, at my church, at our local church. Uh, my pastor asked me to, to speak while he was out. And I, I encourage you to go back and listen to that because I talk about the administrative side, the ministry side, that that is a gift. Uh, the Lord has given us a gift to be able to do that work. It's, it's more than just something you can work up on your own power and ability. Uh, there's supernatural power to that. But what, I, what we're talking about the, in these devotionals for the past few days has been specific to the nine gifts of the Spirit. And so let's go through these. And it's a it's an immersive subject. There's a there's depth to it. I've got three books that I'm going through, and then four if you count the Bible. But I've got four different books I'm going through that uh, men of God have written: Lester Summerall, Kenneth E. Hagen, Howard Carter. Reading these books to expound on what Paul has written here and what the Bible says about them, examples in the Bible, because it is a deep subject. Not not deep in sense of of you know. That's that's the wrong word, but it's an immersive. It's a um, it's a um, it's got a lot of facets to it in this uh, particular category, and that's why Paul says, "I don't want you to be ignorant; is to be educated. It's important to be educated and read through these things." So let's jump into this First Corinthians twelve. Uh, we just read through verse one concerning spiritual gifts, brethren. I don't want you to be ignorant. Now jump down to verse four. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries but the same Lord. And there are diversities uh, of activities, but it is, it is the same God who works all in all. Uh, verse seven, but the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit to another, uh, the word of knowledge through the same spirit to another faith by the same spirit to another gifts of healings by the same spirit to another working of miracles uh, to another prophecy to another discerning of spirits to another different kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. And so God gives these gifts to us. These are not gifts that you possess indefinitely and you live your life with that gift. God gives these gifts, as we just read, 
but one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing, distributing. He distributes the gifts to each one individually as he wills to give them. So it's not something you can work up or that you can uh, uh, or, uh, master. It's not something you can master and work on and become better at. These are gifts distributed by God, by his Holy Spirit, as he wills to give them. So I would assume if we jump down to verse 31 now in the same chapter, it says, but earnestly desire the best gifts. And yet I show you a more excellent way than he talks about love, but earnestly desire or uh, the King James, it says, the King James says, but covet earnestly the best gifts. So ignorance being educated on the subject, the lack of ignorance and being educated on this subject and an earnest desire for these leads us to believe that it is a, those are essential pieces to being used within the gifts of the spirit. And I desire to be used in the gifts of the spirit. I've been used in ministry uh, and I'm, I have a, there's a gift inside of me, like there's one in you uh, to be a minister and to uh, administer within the ministry, within the local church to help. Uh, but then also within this, I want to be used in different facets to be able to help uh, God's people or to lead people to the Lord. So today, I hope you're still with me. I hope you're following me. What a blessing this is to go through this. Amen. So gift of faith. That's what we're going to talk about today. This is number four. And so the nine gifts of the spirit we just read through, uh, you've got working of uh, the um, uh, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, gift of faith, working of miracles, gifts of healings, prophecy, tongues, interpretation of tongues. These are uh, the gifts of uh, gifts of the spirit that have been uh, available to us that God bestows to us, but then we can break those nine down into three categories. Okay, uh, discerning of spirits, all these different things, uh, the gift of faith. They're all in different. They're all different functions, but you can break all nine of them down into three categories. First category being the revelation gifts, the gifts that reveal something: word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and the discerning of spirits. Then number two, the power gifts. So that's what we're going to start on today. We talked about the th first three already, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and gift, uh, the discerning of spirits. That's the revelation gifts. Then number two is the power gifts. Okay. Within the power gifts, you've got the uh, gift of faith, working of miracles, and gifts of healings. This isn't just normal things now. These aren't things that you can conjure up or that you can work on to become better at. These are things only bestowed to you based on the scripture, bestowed to you by God's endowment. He gives it to you by his discerning. He says, uh, again, it says distributing to each one individually as he wills. So he's got a will to do it and uh, he wants to, but he's got to give it to each person. It's not something you can work up. So to define the gift of faith, it's, uh, it can be defined as this, not faith. I'm going to, I'm going to give you some help between what faith is that Romans 10 is talking about faith in Hebrews 11. Uh, the, these are different uh, definitions of faith, but the definition of the gift of faith is an unwavering trust in God for personal protection and provision uh, of needs. Let me say that again. It's an unwavering trust in God for personal protection and provision. Now you might think, well, Dylan, the gift of faith or faith, that's something I can believe. You know, I, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's true. But this is not the same faith that we're referring to here. 
This is not a faith provided by natural man. I want to make this clear. The difference between uh, the gift of faith and faith that you can receive through the hearing and preaching of the word of God are two completely different things. See, let me explain what the what what faith is. Now, I was going to say regular faith, but there's really no regular faith. Faith in God is a strong, powerful thing. But faith in God occurs when your knowledge is expounded on, excuse me, on the word of God. Hebrews 11.1 one says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. And the, the faith that he's referring to there is faith that comes to you by an unwavering trust in God, but it's not your uh, uh, faith that God gives to you. You build this faith in God. You understand that? You, the knowledge comes to you by God's word. You see a promise from God's word. Let's take healing, for example. 1 Peter 2.24 says, says he bore stripes on his back so that we could be healed. Once you see that in scripture, now when I preach that to you and I say you know, God uh, gave his son Jesus, he died on a cross, and before he went to that cross, he took stripes on his back, he took a beating, and the Bible tells us that by his beatings, by his stripes, by his lashings that he took, your body is able to be healed. It was healed back then, so you don't have to accept sickness. When you hear that, now your faith starts to grow, and you're going, yes, I believe that, I receive that, I can be healed, I am healed according to the scripture, I, w I were healed back then. See, that's natural faith. That's faith that comes to you by the word of God. The gift of faith is completely different. You can't work up the gift of faith. The gift of faith is given to you supernaturally by God to deal with a, a certain situation, a problem, issue, something that needs provision and protection from God that you can't conjure up. Let me give you an example of it. If we look at uh, Daniel in the book of Daniel in the, in the sixth chapter, we see Daniel uh, uh, disobeys the commands of the king Nebuchadnezzar. Now, Nebuchadnezzar loved Daniel. We see that in the scripture because uh, we see what happened after the consequences that Daniel suffered. The king rushed to his aid and was like, please tell me he's still alive. But all that besides the point, uh, we see this gift of faith in operation within Daniel in the sense that uh, this faith, this gift of faith operates on a level unbeknownst to you or without your own intervention. The gift of faith is God. Here's a great way to think about it. It is, uh, it is God working a miracle on your behalf without any uh, involvement from you. It's passive faith. You couldn't have perceived it, believed it, or received that it would happen to you on your own ability. That's how you know it's the gift of faith. The gift of faith goes into operation when it's beyond your own ability to believe God. See, if the gift of faith comes into you when, when it is, uh, you haven't been educated on the subject. Like if it'd be like this, we were talking about healing. The gift of faith uh, can be an operation for something if you weren't taught that it's possible from God for it to happen. Oh yeah, it's, that's a strong thing to th think about that. God can give you the gift of faith that allows you to believe that this thing's going to happen without you knowing that that thing could have happened. It's like believing you are healed without knowing that Jesus took stripes on your back. You can't do that without God's involvement in it. So let's uh, another good way to explain it. 
would be to separate the differences between the gift of faith and the working of miracles. Now, we're going to get into the definition of the working of miracles. But for example, the working of miracles would be something that you're involved in and you're actively looking for a solution to this problem. But the gift of faith, on the other hand, is God coming in and performing that miracle without you ever knowing it was necessary to be done. Here's a good example I could think of in natural terms, today's standpoint. We'll talk about Daniel here in just a second. I'll get back to Daniel. But if you think about the natural, uh, you're this natural world that we live in, and, and you, you're dry, let's say you're driving along a mountainside, uh, you know, on a, a, a mountainous terrain or whatever you want to call it, but you're driving on a street and it's raining. I'm painting a picture for you here. It's raining. The, the street is, uh, is slip and uh, slip, slippery and slick. Sorry, it's very early in the morning to say fancy words. But the road is slick and slippery and you're driving along this road and your ve- you lose control of your vehicle and you start to head towards the edge of the cliff and you plunge over the side of that cliff. And you're, you're spiraling and, and your car's tumbling and uh, flipping and falling. And you land on the ground at the end of that, you know, thousand foot drop. And you land on the, in, in your car and you step out of the car and you have no injuries. Now, some people say, well, that's a miracle. Okay, there is a miracle involved. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed, 100%. But there is the gift of faith in operation because it was passive on your own ability. You weren't believing God for a, a, a for help in that scenario. You may not even been conscious. You may have been so out of your mind in that moment that you weren't even aware it was happening around you. But this is the gift of faith in operation. It is passive in its nature. God does it for you without your involvement, believing Him for it. Now to con- now to um, now to contrast that with God, the faith that is talked about in Hebrews, the faith that's talked about in Romans, uh, the faith that Jesus talks about as a mustard seed, that is faith you receive by the knowledge of the word of God. That's faith that you're believing God for. And there's nothing wrong with that faith. The Bible says, the, uh, you know, we're not talking about that faith today. That's not the lesson that we're on, the, the devotional we're doing, but the gift of faith is different than the faith that he talks that Jesus talks about as the faith of the size of a month, a mustard seed. That faith can be built and grown and it does grow and it's on a knowledge. It's a very strong faith. Uh, the, Jesus said that you can move with a with faith that size, the size of a tiny little mustard seed. You can speak to a mountain, cast it in the sea and things dynamically change because of that type of faith, confidence in God. But this goes beyond that faith gift of faith is God's involvement for your for your provision, for your protection passively without you even believing it was possible. You didn't even think it was possible. That's the gift of faith in operation. And you may sit, be sitting there thinking, this has happened to me before. Something has happened where I didn't believe God for it. I didn't know it was necessary to even happen. And it happens. That's the gift of faith. Now, why do you think it's so important for us just to be aware of that? Well, Dylan, you know, it may have happened to me, but I didn't even recognize it. So what's the big deal? You miss the opportunity to give glory to your God. God should be glorified in all these things. That's why Paul was was explaining to us, don't be ignorant of these things. Because these take study. This takes uh, like you're watching this podcast, you're list, or listening to this podcast, and this takes studying and learning and educating yourself on, and it's worth that because God's willing to do it for you. 
So let's go back to Daniel. In the sixth chapter of Daniel, we see where, where Daniel did his natural, you know, he continued to pray like he always did. The Bible says it was his custom to pray, and that was a, that was the tradition of that time. Uh, they would do bow at a certain place in their room and all these different things, and he, he prayed and he disobeyed the law of the king, and they threw him in the, the lion's den. But how would he have had faith to be able to, to sustain that situation? There's no scripture now, for us, there is. We can have faith in a lion's den now because we have reference to what has happened in the past with Daniel. But Daniel didn't have any reference of someone being thrown into a lion's den to believe God for. So it took the gift of faith in operation in that moment that he got thrown into that lion's den that the lion would not eat him. The lion would not tear his body parts apart. He had the gift of faith and operation. God put that into, into flow. Now, other things could have taken place, right? They're, the the working of miracles could have taken place, but they're not the same that both could be in operation, but they don't have to both be in operation at the same time. But that gift of faith is God's supernatural hand getting involved in a situation without your involvement in it. Aren't you so glad that we have a God that does that for us? So he's given us these ways to believe him, to trust him, to receive faith, to believe in him. And there's power in faith. The Bible says, and he, like we stated before, Hebrews 11.1 1 is the faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the possession of the things that you have hoped for, that you're confident in that you will receive. Here's the deal. That faith is powerful. It produces things out of nothing. That's what the world was framed. That's what it says in Romans 4 and 17, that the worlds were framed by the word of God. It, it was created from faith, from confidence that it could happen. Well, the gift of faith is another means of God doing something on your behalf. What a powerful God we have that would do these things for us, make these things available to us to be able to live the life that, that is greater than what the average life could maintain. Come on, man. I mean, if you, you've got to get really, really far away from the things of God to, to feel like God's not a good God. You have to be very ignorant to God. You have to be very ignorant to his things to think that uh, I'm not going to believe God because bad things happen in the world. How stupid. How stupid. There is an enemy at work constantly to try and stop our lives. That, that's just a foolish thing. So let's continue on here. Uh, Your own faith in God works on knowledge base. We just established that. And you have to be taught. Faith comes by hearing. We, we, we read in Roman. But the gift of faith is, is God implanting into you. Oh, that's so good. The gift of faith. So faith by itself. Nor, I keep saying normal faith, but there's really no normal faith. Uh, your faith and confidence in God is a major thing. It, it brings things to pass. But God's faith. The gift of faith that God gives to you is God implanting the faith into you without your own ability, without your involvement. Man, that's so good to know. What other ways could God give this gift of faith and help you? Well, you think about, you know, you think about situations where there's no way that something could happen and there's no way that you knew how to fix the problem before it started. The gift of faith happens, you know, um, you think of like the crazy things that happen in our nations, uh, um, bombings, terrorist attack, um, 
you know, shootings at, at, at young kids' schools, these different things. Who knows? No one really knows what gifts are in operation during that time. The teachers didn't know. Kids didn't know. That, and the kids and, and children that were protected in these scenarios, we don't know God's involvement in these and what God did. And everybody focused on, well, why did God allow that to happen? He didn't allow that to happen. He didn't allow that to happen. You know, this is this, there's evil in this world that's happening, but God's not allowing it where he's going, all right, go ahead. And, 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 you know, that's foolish to think that's degrading to God. God is a, he (laughs) think about this way. This just came to me. He's given us in his word, the, the anecdote to be able to receive faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, right? But the faith of God that you receive by your knowledge is limited to you being exposed to being taught, being preached to, but God loves us so much. Think about this. God loves you so much. God loves us so much, his kids and this world so much that he's willing to give you the gift of faith to overpass your ignorance, to pass over your lack of studying the word, to pass over your lack of sitting under preaching and teaching of the word of God. He overpasses that and will give you the gift of faith to do things for you supernaturally without your involvement in it. I mean, can you find a better God? Buddha doesn't do that. There's no other God. Muhammad doesn't do that. There's no other God. There's no other Lord of any other religion. Besides all that, they're dead. They couldn't give any gift. You can't get a gift from a dead person. But our God is well and alive. He's good and he loves us. He takes care of us. So this has been the gift of uh, the talking about the gift of faith. Um, we've, we've gone through four now. Uh, so these will be, I'm going to make these available on my podcast channel. Apple Podcasts will be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, any platform that does a podcast. I'll make these available today. And then I'll make the rest of the nine gifts available. And then you can go back and listen, re-listen to these. But uh, yeah, I encourage you, stay in trust in, in trusting in your God. Don't be ignorant to his things, and he will do these things for you so it brings him glory, brings him attention. Well, I hope this helped you today. I love you so much. I'm blessed. I'm empowered. I'm encouraged this morning. I hope you are too. I'm ready to take on my day. I'm glad we got to study together. Uh, be sure to share this post. Hit the like button. Let people know about it. Share the broadcast on your pages and things like that. Take a screenshot. Uh, put it on your Instagram tag, get up with God tag Dylan Maverick, uh, do all these things. Not because I, I want to be recognized. I want the word to get out to other people. So it helps people. Uh, so I love you so much. Be blessed today. Uh, watch this outro video as we finish up here and I will see you in the next broadcast. We're going to go through the working of miracles tomorrow. Uh, the next power gift number five of the nine gifts of the spirit. And I uh, hope this blesses you. Thanks for joining today. See you on the next one.